Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back, everybody. Glad to have you with us. Malcolm JB gives you a welcome there. Malcolm Carter joining Tommy and I today for the show, having a little fun. Appreciate it, JB. Uh, when we were... We were talking about uh, what we were going to go through today last night. I asked Malcolm how up to speed he was on Wichita State basketball. So you went to all the games last year. So what has been your take on all the changes uh, as we were just talking a little shocker hoops here? You you optimistic? You in wait-and-see mode? What do you think? I'm very optimistic, um, especially after uh, – because I watched Turney as well. So seeing how Oral, Oral Roberts played um, ending out in March Madness last year, and I think what – Coach uh, Mills will be able to bring um, really is, is the, that defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think that from what I heard from a lot of Shocker fans last year was that was something that we were lacking. Uh, so I think he'll be able to kind of bring structure um, on the defensive side to where we'll be able to play um, both sides of the ball really well. And if you look at some of the transfers that were brought in, um, they're they're all really two-way players. Um, so I'm, I'm very optimistic uh, as it relates to, to the men's basketball season this year. I think I am too. Um, I, I think it's easy to be optimistic because you see the preseason expectations. And and look, I've heard plenty of people who think that it could be right where they're predicted, which is eighth. But I just feel optimism because there's so much of a better opportunity to be better than that. And, you know, Tommy, we talked for a long time as the coaching process went through and everything. I, I, I mean, I think that there needs to be improvement right away, right? Like, I don't think there's any reason based on the roster that we've seen put together here that they can't be, at least in year one here, as good as they have been the last couple of years. And it's hard to evaluate the talent to talent now when there's entire roster turnover. But this is as, as on paper talented a group coming in here as any that Isaac Brown had before we saw them play, you know, at this point in those seasons in the last two, certainly. I think that Paul Mills has done all the right things leading up to his very first season at the helm of Wichita State basketball. It's going to obviously come down to how they play on the court, what what things look like in conference, um, the wins and losses, of course. But the things that he's done to prepare for this first season, working the transfer portal in the way that he has, we talked at length multiple times about the pedigrees of the players that he's been able to grab in the transfer portal and really kind of the majority of them probably outside of Jacob Germany being the exception. And I guess Dalen Riginal being an, being an, an exception also. How some of these other players like Bijan Cortez and Harlan Be- Beverly played at larger programs, 
but didn't get the minutes and didn't get the time on the floor uh, that, you know, I think that maybe they would have needed to stay at their respective programs. And, and Coach Mills sought those guys out for a reason, brought them into the program here at Wichita State. So, I mean, I do think that uh, the, the way that he's gone about building this roster in the offseason, of course, we knew he was going to have to work the transfer portal, but being able to keep a couple of the key members from the team a year ago, like Kenny Poto and, and others on the team, I, I think that's going to be important also. So it's going to be a matter of how the newcomers, the, how they mesh with the with the returners and really kind of what that looks like as we get into the season. As we look bird's eye at college basketball, and it is on the radar because you get exhibition games now for the teams, and KU will get the fun and cool opportunity with Illinois to come up. You know, I think Wichita State and K-State absolutely have every opportunity to exceed preseason expectations. KU's preseason expectations could not be any higher, Malcolm, as we see Hunter Dickinson named as a preseason All-American yesterday. I mean, you know, when we talk about KU doing what it needs to do, I I don't know. It's never fair to say it's national championship or bust in college basketball. That's ridiculous. The tournament is too difficult. But I think winning the Big 12, I think, you know, reaching the second weekend, which is usually my benchmark, like those things will have to be achieved here. Kansas has it all in front of them. And I think the other thing for me with Kansas is the defense has the ability day one to be at the level Bill Self defenses usually are by the end of the year. This has a chance. And again, I like I'm just trying to remember a team on paper that has a chance to be as good defensively as this team does. And I can't between Dickinson and then the holdovers, right? With McCuller and Adams and Dewan, And then you put in Dick, like that's four guys right there who could be all conference defenders. Like I, I think KU's got a chance to explode out of the gates here and flex on people early because of that defense. Yeah, I think they're going to be really good. And uh, like you said, Hunter Dickinson, he, he transferred out of Michigan, so that definitely uh, definitely hurt my heart a little bit. But I'm, I'm excited to see him uh, with the KU program. I think that Bill Self is going to really be able to uh, unlock all the tools um, that he has. So I think what's, what's not talked about enough is how good of a passer he is um, at the big spot. Um, so I think that um, the expectations for KU are right, right where they are. I think they'll they'll at least be in the mix uh, for those those final eight to four teams comes tournament time. Just just off, not even not even just off the on what's paper. I think what you've seen not only from KU but from the players that that are playing and the transfers that are brought in. That's some really good freshmen um, that are coming in this year as well. So I definitely agree that the sky's the limit. Um, preseason ranking number one, I think, it, is justified. I mean, Tommy, it doesn't even matter what the freshmen do at this point. I mean, obviously they're going to add to it, but they're like everything that everything's there, right? Like everything is is right there and accounted for already almost like Dickinson. I don't think we have to guess at what Dickinson's going to bring to the team with his track record. Everything else with between, you know, McCullough's going to start and Harris is going to start and KJ Adams is going to start and get to start at the four. Like, it's all, we already kind of know what's going to happen. And then it's, can any of these freshmen add icing to the cake, really, with some offensive firepower as much as anything else? I think, really, the only concern is a potential lack of depth. I mean, it looks like Bill Self is probably going to run with nine scholarship players. Uh, of course, Arterio Morris is no longer on the roster, and, and that's, that's a big-time negative. I think he had been probably slotted in to start at the two. Um, but, of course, he's no longer with the program now. 
And it does look like Zach Clements, at least the last report that I read, uh, is that he'll probably redshirt this season. I don't know if there's been an official uh, announcement on that at this point or not, but it does look like it's going to be relatively thin on the bench for the Jayhawks. And then, you know, to your point, you know, is it going to be Nick Timberlake uh, stepping up and starting at the two for Kansas? Will it be well, it was go- one it of the was freshmen? It was going to be Arterio Morris. I mean, it was. That so was now I think that that's the yeah. question. So, <clears throat> you know, who takes over there? Is it Nick Timberlake? Johnny Furphy, who is the the Australian uh, transfer coming in, will he get starting uh, minutes? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. El Marco Jackson's on the team, um, so I, I do think there are some questions there on the bench. I I can't remember, and again, I, I'm not good at this because I do sometimes have recency bias, but I cannot remember Malcolm a team coming into a year that I feel like is built. I, I mean, maybe. Even, God, even the Dotson-Doke year, like top to bottom throughout the starting lineup, I'm not sure that it all just seems to fit the right way as much as this one does. Like, it seems like these guys all fit together really well. I, I think the one question I have is offense. And and only in this, because Dickinson's going to provide offense. It's part of what he does. But it, does Harris, is this the year Harris really steps it up? I, I mean, we, we know the stats. I forget what the numbers are now, but we talked about them all year last year because it's one of our favorite bets every every game they played. When Dewan Harris gets double digits, they win games. Does he step it up offensively and become more of a shot maker? I don't know, but it's just like on paper, like this team doesn't lack anything. Yeah, I, I completely agree uh, with the Dewan Harris take there. I think that uh, he'll have to take a big step, not only um, just being, uh, being able to distribute the ball, um, but being able to step up in scoring as well. Because um, he'll he'll it'll be games where he'll need to you know be maybe a fifteen or twenty point scorer, uh, but there'll be some games where he'll need to get some guys involved who are maybe uh, getting off to some slow starts. So I think it, I think it really does all start with him. Um, he can't he can't really have he can't really afford too many games where he's scoring you know six points and he's not you know he's barely taking any shots. Um, so I think that's definitely going to be key. And just from a ball handler perspective. Um, maybe when he's not in the lineup, who's going to be uh, kind of pushing the pushing the pace? Uh, will be interesting to see as the year goes on. Yeah, that's a good point there on who backs him up. But Tommy, do you think that he'll cut it loose offensively this year? I think he'll have a a better opportunity to do so this season than in years past. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that there are question marks uh, at the two, you know. And so Kevin McCuller is not a score first kind of guy. Um, now I think he can score, but I don't think he's don't a think score first kind be. of guy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, KJ Adams, I think can be a little bit more of that this season than what he was a year ago. Hunter Dickinson absolutely is right, but they've got to have somebody and it may end up being Dewan Harris with the loss of Jalen Wilson to be a score first guy. And Dewan Harris fit that role a year ago of being the facilitator. And that's great. And he's going to have to continue doing that. But like you just mentioned, that team, the Jayhawks were better a year ago when Dewan Harris was scoring. And so mm-hmm. I think they'll lean on that a little bit more. Um, and, and then again, you know, if you've got one of these younger guys or even Timber, like the, the Towson transfer uh, scoring well, then, you know, maybe that does take the pressure a little bit more off of Dewan Harris's shoulders. Timberlake is going to be a, a shot maker, but it's El Marco Jackson, right? Yeah, excuse me. El Marco Jackson's the guy we've heard about and heard about and heard about if, if there's a freshman that's going to step in. I, I think, you know, they. It, it seems like they brought Timberlake in just to be a, 
a shot maker, which the, which this offense totally needs, right? Like that's exactly what they need, in fact. Uh, but if there's a creator out there and it's not Dewan, most of what at least I've heard is El Marco Jackson could be that guy because it was going to be Arterio Morris. El Marco has been highly touted for a while, and that's that's the other interesting thing. With all the experience and talent they have, there is an opportunity for a scorer here in this offense. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt about it, Malcolm. Somebody is going to have, and, and maybe that's Dewan Harris, or maybe it's somebody we don't even know about yet. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, but I think that uh, I think the offense will ultimately run through Hunter Dickerson, though. Um, and something I've been uh, keeping my eye on, and this and this may be a little bit of a stretch here, but I think running offense similar to how Denver does, having kind of having Hunter at the top and just kind of letting guys kind of run around, getting people in the position. I think that we'll see a lot of that from Kansas this year, where. Uh, maybe Dewan Harris is more in that Jamal Murray role where he can kind of be a, you know, he can take those mid-range shots and, and get to his spots and he doesn't have to necessarily worry about setting up the offense every possession because I think Hunter will be able to take some of that off his shoulders. Um, so I think I think they're in a really good spot for sure. That'll be, I mean, that we haven't seen Bill Self do that because his bigs have been more like K.J. Adams is a big as much as Hunter Dickinson is a big. I mean, it's been a while. So that that was yeah, that's that's something to keep an eye on. Real quick, K State as we're just kind of uh, chatting it up on men's hoop. Tyler Perry, oh, was it Jerome Tang that said he has a chance to be the best shooter in the country or best scorer? K State, I, I was worried about them, and I don't know where they'll land in the Big Twelve. I think they'll, I think they're tournament bound for sure. But like upside of this team is so hard for me to get a grasp of because they lost so much. Like I just really don't know what to expect. But they, you know, Noel's back and and they do have. I, I think not Noel. Sorry, not Marquise Noel. Uh, uh, Naquan Tomlin. Naquan Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if Noel was back. Yeah, I was going to uh, say Naquan Tomlin. Naquan Tomlin is back and and I just if if Perry's the real deal and it sounds like they're pretty impressed with him. Um, I think they could be top half of the Big 12 this year. I don't know what the ceiling is, top three. I mean, I don't know. But really, it's is tournament or bust sort of a, a fair and reasonable expectation for them? Yeah, I think so. I think it is. And look, I think it's going to come down to, um, you know, the, the highly touted transfers and Tyler Perry and Arthur Kaluma. Those are the two guys that are, you know, going to be tasked with the role of um, – you know, replacing, if you can, I don't know if you can, but replacing Keontae Johnson and Marquise Not Noel. directly. Yeah, not right. directly you can. It's going to be a different be, kind of game. They could be more balanced than they were a year ago too, Malcolm. And, and look, in the tournament, it just sort of became the magic of Noel, right? And and maybe they don't have to be that this year because there were so many times last year where we were like, all right, well, what if one of those guys gets shut down and can they win those games? And we we saw a little bit of both of that. But they could probably get away from that this year. Like I, I don't even if Perry is amazing, or or Tomlin continues his development as such a raw player or Kluma, I do think this will be a little more balanced this year than it was a year ago. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that definitely. Let's not uh, let's not throw them in the you know elite eight conversation. But I definitely think that uh, they'll be prepared. I think that they're going to play hard. Um, what I think is something that you know we have to sustain throughout the entire year. But I think them being coached up so well, um, I think that you know once we're coming, you know, Big Twelve tournament time, you know, in March Madness, I think that they'll be in the mix. Um, they're they're definitely not going to lay down for anybody. Every game they're going to compete. Um, so 
you know, definitely there's going to be some some uh, ebbs and flows as the season goes on with any new team. You know, you're bringing in so many transfers, but I think they have I think they have the right guys in there to at least be in contention. Um, I definitely don't believe that they should be picked to be you know in the in the bottom of the of the conference, at least top three. That conference is going to be gnarly this year. Loaded. Man, I cannot cannot Loaded. wait. Congratulations to Shannon for winning some tea and coffee from HTO. Uh, enjoy that. This rainy day, man, it's a coffee kind of day, I think. Like, it, it is raining. Like, I, I got the sump pump in our basement is going for the fr- I don't even remember the last time it did that. I'm so happy for everybody that we're getting some of this rain. And if you didn't, hang in there. Hopefully you'll get some soon. Uh, Tennessee Titans news that's a little bit interesting. They're going to give – it sounds like they're going to give Will Levis a chance to start. Anybody remember Will Levis? Oh, yeah. Will Levis check? Anybody – you oh, know, man, it's been yeah. a minute since we've talked about him at the draft, kind of sitting there. Uh, let, let's touch on that when we get back. The Titans are in sell mode. They're they're going – they're they're done, apparently. Uh, what does that mean for Derrick Henry? But Will Levis, we'll talk about it next on Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.